What up, though? It's your man, Tarek Aha, back for another episode of Wild Live with Tarek, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. And y'all already know what time it is. We about to turn it up on you niggas like my part coming. Hey, I got two wonderful guests in the building. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead. Uh, my man, you've been, you been here. You know what I mean? So we just go ahead. We're going to let, we gonna let the, you, you, you can go last. My man. In, introduce yourself, my brother. Uh, well, I'm your brother, Brother Jalil. Um, the streets know me. No, I'm just kidding. Brother no, Ja, that's no, what no, they... Um, my my background is really a lot of community work, uh, working with the young people. One of the big organizations that I've worked with in the city is uh, Detroit Summer, um, and they collaborated with a lot of the other local um, uh, groups working with uh, youth from all different backgrounds with uh, Detroit Future. Um, so I've worked with the uh, Forty Capuchin Soup Kitchen and the Grace Lee, uh, James and Grace Lee Bog School, uh, working on the after school program, but my 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 heart and my home is of course in the nation of Islam, um, a part of our larger Muslim Ummah. And you know, I but I, I told my brother when we talked yesterday. I said I know how to keep it dean and keep it gangster too yeah, at the same gangster. at the same time. Got to, got to. We have zero time for the. For the fucking, <laughs> so go ahead, man. Who, who are you, brother? I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna look at my camera. How, how you doing, uh, camera? No. <laughs> This your, uh, this your man, Big Fresh Man, back in my man's podcast. I had to uh, come through. I told him, like, I need some balance, man. This shit get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> and so, hey, man, your big brother normally got to come through and just give you, like, a little small talk. Like, you know what, man? Just relax. Listen, you know listen. You, you are a Muslim. Alhamdulillah. Uh, you know much gangster shit we probably done been into. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> You know, we do gotta we do gotta answer for something. So absolutely, we absolutely, absolutely. And oh, see, <laughs> you one of the only niggas that can check me. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a lot of real shit. Like like you know what I'm saying? I done been through so much shit and then done so much shit. Like a lot of niggas, I ain't trying to hear what you got to say. Like you know what I mean? Like you cut it to me raw, I beat you the fuck up, bro. Who the fuck is you talking to? You know what I'm saying? But you, you already you know I'm gonna bend my ear. I'm gonna listen. You know what yeah, because I'm, I'm not gonna come at you. I'm not gonna come at you on a, in in a, in a way. That I wouldn't want somebody to come at me. Plus, I'm not gonna come at you in a way where I want to beat my ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. You feel right. me? Listen, because it's like you know, I ain't wanna. You know what I'm saying? But it, it gets to a point where you just gotta be like, all right. You know what I'm saying? All right, we just really need to uh, rewind. And special, special, re- special reminder is the fact that I know for a fact you got a broad. Yeah, you have a very broad audience, right? Which is good, right? But at the same time, you do have a lot of Muslim support, right? And absolutely, we do need to be reminded that it is coming into Ramadan, absolutely. And and and, and that's what it was when you cut into me, like, yeah, uh, my nigga, you wildin', <laughs> and uh, Ramadan is coming. Like, I, like I love the show, you know, so you doing good, but uh, you wildin' the fuck out, you know, Ramadan is coming. I was like, say less, and, and, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> time. And here we are. So listen, we, we so we about to jump into it with uh with brother Jalil, right? My brother Ja. Wonderful to meet you, brother. I'm so glad you're here. I've been waiting. 
for somebody from the NOI to you know come across these mics and bless the podcast. Yes, sir. For for you know because you know I'm I'm you know Sunni Islam, but I, I like you say my audience is broad. You know what I'm saying. So I got everybody listening. You know what I'm saying. And I got you know a, a lot of sisters who was like interested in the nation of Islam. So I really just want to use this opportunity to partake some information on the people who don't know about the NOI. Because if you're not in it, if you're not in the, the Muslim circle, you may not know. And some people yeah. just need to fucking know. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So let us know, what is the Nation of Islam and how did it begin? So the um, the history for on this side um, is that the our founder, uh, Master Fahd Muhammad, mm-hmm. He made himself known in this great city of Detroit in July 1930. Prior to that, he had been coming and traveling in and out of the United States for almost 20 years. Um, And we are still uncovering some of the places that he went while he was here, while he was doing his travels. Um, At the time when he was here, he did not make himself known as such. He came under a different name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Ford, um, different names that um, his identity was not known as Master Fod until after long after he was gone. Right. And so um, he met the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in 1931, uh, September 22nd. So he was already here, um, but he didn't meet the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad until the following year, mm-hmm. September. And um, he, um, when he met him, actually, um, Mother Claire, may Allah be pleased, she went first, and she said <laughs> she was the first one that went and told him um, about this man who was teaching. Right. And when they went and heard him, she was the first one who stood up at the time. And when he went, and he, at the end of our meetings, we, you shake the hand of the, the student minister or whoever is speaking. And when he went up to do his acceptance, he shook the hand of Master Fahd Muhammad. And he told him that he knew who he was, uh, that he was the one, that he saw him as the one who was promised to come and deliver our people from the condition that they were in. And he asked him the question, Master Fahd Muhammad, asked Yang Elijah Muhammad, who else knows this but you? And this is based upon his yearning and desire. The 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 Poole family, Elijah Poole was his name at that time. Right. Before. They have deep roots in Georgia. And the city that he um, is born in, I was blessed to visit during we have a Footsteps of Elijah tour. Um, most say Saundersville, but he was actually not born in Saundersville, Georgia. There's another city. It's called Deep Step. And at that time, you actually had to take a boat because the tide would come in and you couldn't drive so they had to take a boat into that part of town um his his grandfather was a, a preacher and his father was a preacher and they actually the steeple now to the church they covered it up but it used to on the top of the steeple was a crescent um that we found uh, that those who were researching found out when they were doing this research and studying the family line of the Most High Elijah Muhammad, and so those those deep roots, he had witnessed the lynching. That was he witnessed the lynching right before he his family left and came to Detroit. Mm-hmm. 
he had witnessed the lynching of a man, and they and they his family left right after that, um, and so that's the the early stages. Master Far Muhammad came. Um, many say selling silks, but he was actually selling more than that, fine raiment, suits, and things. This was a conversation. He was having the conversation piece, and so when he made contact with our people, he said that this is from your brother from the east. Okay. And so now he opened up a whole world that our people are like, huh, brother from the east? All right. I know is my man and them on the east side. Right, you talking about the east side? <laughs> right, what, what you mean right. from there? But you mean the far east. The far east. And right. so fine silks was what, something that wasn't even a thought in our mind to know, but this was just um, something that got him into the door to start that process of teaching mm-hmm. and, and teaching them Islam right in, their, right, in their, right in their home. Right. Right in their home. And so that's the, the early... Days so from he 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 sat and talked with the most humbleized Muhammad three and one half years, and during that time they had given twenty five thousand holy names in the in the city of Detroit, okay. and so now when you go around and you find Shabazz Shahid all of these Muslim and they don't even know where their name came from and right. they're like huh and they're like well you know that's a Muslim name Malik your name Malik Malik you know he like huh. No, my name Malik, you know, my daddy gave me that. But this is a, a far-reaching history that we have. Um, it's so rich. And so that's just the early phase in those days and even the the early days of the, the establishment of Muhammad University. Um, they came after the believe those early followers for educating and taking their children out of the public school. Mm-hmm. And they and the Muslims literally fought the police in, in Detroit because they said that they were contributing to the uh, delinquency of minors. Mm. And they tried to come, they sent Child Protective Service to take the believers' children, and you know, we fight with those who fight with us. Absolutely. <laughs> and the Muslims knew how to throw them hands. So when <laughs> they put that work in, if you see the picture, you can look at the pictures from Detroit Free Press. They had so many just to detain, the brothers and sisters, throwing them hands with these. They're like, you ain't, we ain't having that shit. You know, we, you come take for our children. Right. And we want, we wonder, like, we, we still got that with us. Like, you ain't coming. What you mean, take my son, huh? Right. Exactly. About? Exactly. <laughs> them fighting words. You come over here, we going to whip that ass. You know, it's, it's a very simple process. <laughs> very simple, real easy process. Absolutely. With that, we coming for you. Absolutely. And so that's just in those early, those early followers literally had to fight. Um, to say assalamu alaikum. That's right. To yeah. say my name is brother this and brother that, brother Malik, um, Shahid, Abdul, you know, all of these things that we take sometimes take for granted now because we can do it with ease. Right, so freely. <laughs> right, right. And right. so that's just, those are the early, those early days of just in that period of him teaching the most honorable Muhammad and them responding in the way that they did and coming to. Um, Islam and the way that they did, how it was introduced to uh, the early followers at that time. Okay. Okay, man, listen, this is beautiful, right? So he, uh, Master Fahad Muhammad teaches uh, Elijah Muhammad for, you said, three and a half years? Three and one half years, yes, sir. Three and one half years, then Elijah Muhammad goes on, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad goes on to propagate the faith, right? Absolutely. But we're talking about a man who only had a fourth grade education. Very important. You know what I'm saying? Very important. Dropped out of school in the fourth grade, and look what he went on to create. Absolutely. Something that's still lasting to this day. At I mean, at their height, they said they was making like $500 million a year. And you're talking about black jobs for black people feeding yes, black families. Yes, sir. The, I don't know of anybody 
in the history of this country black who's ever done that. It ain't none. And that and you know what I'm saying? Like not not, not collectively. Not right. real talk. Absolutely. You got a couple a couple niggas here and there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And that's yeah. a good point that yeah. I need to we need to um speak on. And because because of that, um you can look at the, the condition of our community. And I was just talking with my man today because I'm working on some projects and I'm like, I can have two we was talking about like working jobs and all that shit mm-hmm. that we do. And I'm like I need to utilize my resources, right? I know a lot of people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So a lot of times it's not about um, getting money out of them. It's like resourcing them. Like Absolutely. Using them, right? Mm-hmm. And so collectively, that's what we did after Reconstruction. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> that's what we did leading up to Jim, Jim Crow. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what we did even as after Jim Crow came then We always find a way to maneuver our ways to to rehabilitate our con- our conditions, right? Until the last, let's say, 30, 40 years, right? When when they really just dropped the bomb with drugs and yes, and once they found a way to you know saying disrupt the family, which we already know the family is the most because any type of financial success comes from sta- sta- stable stabilization of family. Absolutely, that's that's cannot 100%. have no type of success collectively without the stabilization of family because a family. A family household. That's what that creates your wealth. And that that create community wealth. Yes, and that's and the that's, that's the wealth base. Yeah, that's the wealth so, base. So 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 what I'm saying is that um, what happened was that uh, they found we you know they found opportunists and they found ways to infiltrate and ways to to to, to divide and conquer conquer us and things like that. So um, looking back on that now. Like and look what ha- what happened with the whole because um, I'm like what happened with the whole dis- disruption between the Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, we can go back to the Malcolm and, and Elijah thing, but that it was it, that was hap- that was bubbling before even Malcolm. Uh, but you know uh, we gonna get into that. We gonna yeah, get into but that. I'm just wanna, uh, I'm making this point as far as the disruption of when you making that point as far as financial like uh, the, uh, of what they did financially. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that we consistently, like so many of us, allow them, and we know who them is, right, mm-hmm. to come in and and uh, manipulate us for the ways that that would destroy what we build collectively. But see that that's how that's how it always has been. So that that but that's nothing new. You gotta understand. It's not. Ain't no fucking Europeans ever went over to Africa and whooped their ass on the battlefield. Not one. No. It's never happened in no. history. You know, it's that's a, not how that. That's not how we got <laughs> it, got into slavery. Y'all ain't never came over here with no warriors, got on the battlefield and whooped no black people. That ain't never fucking happened in the history of the world. But you come in underhanded, you know, feigning friendship. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you divide. Like that, and so and people like okay, well, if Egypt was such a great uh, empire, if Mali was such a great, if Kush, all these were great dynasties. Well, well, how did it fuck up? Well, the same way you fucked up when Big Mama died and y'all lost the house. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody important dies. Everybody else under them starts fighting over the resources. Oh, uh, I'm about to get the TV. I want her wedding ring. Give me this, and I got the house. Now y'all ain't ain't, ain't cutting the grass at the house. Ain't paying the motherfucking water bill. Now the city done came and snatched you. Like, damn, y'all was just up, and so that's how Africa fell off. Kings and queens die, and they leave their motherfucking money to their uncles and you know nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters and kids, and y'all fuck off the money. 
You know what I mean? So this ain't nothing new that they, the ominous, infamous they, can come in and divide and conquer us. You know what I'm saying? And that's why. And but that's, it's on us, though. That's the reason why. We the know, responsibility. It, it's not what you did. Yeah. It's what I didn't that's do. That's why we you have know what to I'm mature to a point where, like, we went through this whole immigrant Muslim versus black Muslim thing, <laughs> which got, it's corny now, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day. <laughs> Y'all niggas let, allow that to happen. You old yep. heads got to take that L. You know what right. I'm saying? Y'all got to take that L. How many lost? A lot of y'all is trying to um, recuperate, you know what I'm saying, some of y'all self-esteem back. But at the same time, y'all let these niggas, because it's nowhere in the world. They came here. That's what, that's 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 already logical, a logical sense of thing. Like, they came here. What they coming here for if everything was over there so popular. Right. You feel me? They right. got the dean like that, <laughs> right? And so you look at it. So basically, you look within yourself. And again, I was talking to my man today. A lot of times when... Um, you know, when the, when the, a lot of time when the brothers took shahada or, or come to the sunnah, as they say, a lot of time that was like a scapegoat for their cooning. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's a scapegoat. For, it, 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 it's, it's a real scapegoat for being a coon. And so they <laughs> use they use Islam to, to say that they being a rebel. You know? Oh, that, this, this, that's been around for a long time. Right. <laughs> and so in our uh, lessons... And it's a part of what we get in the supreme wisdom when you become a registered member. A part of that talks about um, the um, Jesus and his holy name being used to shield dirty practices of religion. Uh-huh. It's no different. We do the same thing. And, and Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said it. Uh-huh. Three, three, three generations after me won't be of me. Right. And so after. Right. The, the the minister always talked about the the death plot was started at the all the the division started at the deathbed of Prophet Muhammad peace exactly peace. immediately I mean the last <laughs> breath immediately and no and, and it was war and immediately <laughs> no different come on God? now in this no different than <laughs> right it was no different at the deathbed of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad family members right fighting. And and one of the things the minister came, he said he he loved his teacher so much at the time when that was given, he did not believe that he was alive. And he went to his son, Warf Dean, may Allah be pleased with our brother, who was a scholar and a student, to be able to reach over into the Muslim world and bring Islam on a broader scale. But he did not, he he took what was established as the base. And when the nation fell, the minister told him, he said, you know, I will follow you like I followed your father. Mm-hmm. And he did his best to help him. And he said, you know, this is a, is a percentage of what you say that I agree with, a percentage of what you say that I don't agree with. He said, well, being will teach what you agree with. He said, I fear that if I teach what I agree with, what I don't agree with will come through. So rather than that, I'll step away mm-hmm. because I don't want to be party to the division that it will cause by me saying that it's me and not you. And so that same reality existed with the selling of all of what we owned at that time after 1975 when the nation fell, selling off everything, the mosque, the school, the all the properties and businesses that we had. Hold on, hold on. So we're getting a little bit of our head ourselves. For the people who don't, because us in this room. Right, right, right. I know what you're talking about. Yes, sir. But somebody who never heard, yes. they don't know. Absolutely. So 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 we, we jumped far ahead to 1975. So we're talking yeah, about you got something for your ass today. So, <laughs> so hold on. So we're so 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 we're talking about 
<laughs> you know, the teachers going from Master Father Muhammad to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and then Elijah Muhammad having his fourth grade education going out to propagate the faith, right? Yes. yes. So he goes out to build this thing, which we know now today as the Nation of Islam, right? How long was he propagating the faith before a Malcolm X came? So Malcolm came about yeah, that's that's I'm from the Nation of Islam too, I, uh, but I'm talking to him, brother. We, you done been on here twice already. <laughs> this is his first time. So Bad prior man. to prior to you're looking you're looking at um, almost thirty years. Okay. Of time that had already elapsed. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> but the but um, I said that's why I said almost, but right, approximately during the time, the full time the the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was was present. Mm-hmm. He made his departure in 1975, the day before Savior's Day. Um, but there's the the that. And it's the the funny thing is the the impact that our brother Minister Malcolm X had, because it was a very short period of time. Right. That he was. People don't even realize. <laughs> they, they, People they don't, don't realize how, how how short of a time it was. Yeah. That period from that time, and even that window of Muhammad Ali being the prominent voice. Mm-hmm. These are very short windows very short. of time. Right. But you see how masterfully one was taught. To be able to produce giants, exactly. So to be able exactly. To giants. So so Elijah Muhammad, right? And so Elijah Muhammad comes through, and then he grooms a Malcolm. Yes. Right. Malcolm takes the nation of Islam from where it was to the stratosphere. You know, uh, membership goes through the roof, opening mosques left and right. It's going crazy, right? What was it about the teachings that grabbed Malcolm, from your understanding? What was it about those teachings that he heard? Because, you know what I'm saying, and he was no, you know, he would tell you, hey, I was out here bad. Yeah. But but before this got a hold of me, not I got a hold of it, before these teachings got a hold of me, I was the worst of the worst. So what was it about those teachings that Elijah Muhammad blessed him with that made him like, hey, this is the direction I need to take my life? You got to include his brothers, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. His brothers were very pivotal in his even coming to Islam. Okay. Because his older brother was already in the nation by the time he got to prison. Mm-hmm. So while Malcolm was scheming and dreaming, his brothers were already touched by Islam. Okay. Already. And then, so once he got caught, see, this is that's the, 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 the pivotal aspects. Once he was caught and imprisoned, that, that is when the shift started to make for for Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and in the document, in the um, the autobiography, in the film Malcolm X, um, of course we know that Brother Baines was a fictional character, um, and also the account of him seeing the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in a dream that was a fictional account. From what my Brother Malcolm said, he saw Master Fad Muhammad. Master Fad Muhammad visited him in that dream that he had, and that's what turned him. So after he was getting these letters from the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he's in writing back and forth to him. Then the master made himself known to him. And so this is a major shift of, of information that most got a secondhand version of it from Spike Lee. Right. And the right. intention of that was to now derail people from even coming. But one of the things that Michael Max did we surged in 
in members after that movie came out because now people are like, this is who this is what he was connected to. Mm-hmm. We want to know more, and so um, him understanding his value and purpose. That's what that's for my understanding because the funny thing is for so many years the image of Denzel Washington was Malcolm X to me. That's a lot of people's reality. <laughs> I did not. We did to not. To this day, a lot of people. <laughs> so, that's a lot of people's reality. Wow. They will crazy. pick out that fucking picture from the movie and be like, oh, oh that's Malcolm X. Yeah. And so. For we, real. Because we didn't, it wasn't a whole lot of pictures that we had. Right. Growing up, growing up. Yeah. yeah it's about, yeah, it's about to the, after the movie came. Until after the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. posters all up. Remember, he exactly. got, it's a reemergence of right. it. Yes. The, 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 yeah. it, was, it was just the, the picture with the X. It, yeah. was, all, it was all black and had an X. started getting the black and white picture. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this. yeah. Next thing you know, you get but none of that was until the movie came. No, exactly. It was when not. I, when we was, we talking about 89, it wasn't none, none of that shit when we was growing up in it middle, was, you know what I'm saying, elementary school. No, they have been, Public Enemy did a lot of his uh, speeches. Yes. And then you got, and you got, but, you got to actually have a visual image. It was Denzel. And then after the movie yes. came out, then it was everywhere. a research. They was everywhere. The they actual map. X's on Nikes. You it, know what I'm in color photos it's, of this man. even the video footage now is. Start, it's it's be started to become more prominent, right? After right. after that, and so now you have, which is good, which that, is no, great, which beautiful. is wonderful. It's beautiful. He all over YouTube. I love it. Right. But one of the things that um, we saw we saw with with our brother Minister Malcolm X and the help of Minister Farquhar, we have to remember he was assisting him in the ministry in New York. They had mosques all over New York, mm-hmm. jumping, booming. Um, but there was a um, again the factor of this enemy. The minister said a few years ago at Savior's Day, the degree of your level of love will determine the degree how far you fall if the enemy can turn you. And so, it's no different than those who loved Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him. So, so they they loved him <laughs> so much that they start to kill each other. Right. He, once he was gone, right, and so that same that same reality existed. We can never forget or get rid of the hand, the hidden hand of the enemy that's always ever present. Mm-hmm. Rather, it be um, us that's like them, or them being present just because we think it's it's beneficial for them to be around. <laughs> so that's a big aspect of what what is what contributes to. Um, that turning factor, but what I what I took to back to the question is that I believe that he found purpose in his life once he once it, he made contact with the Nation of Islam, mm-hmm. and once he saw it, and it it was um, raised when he was given the value that he was given being raised in that um, is what what drew him, and same is what drew. Uh, Muhammad, Ali. Muhammad Ali. And like, you know, those are like one and two of my all time favorite human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to know that they both came from the nation of Islam. You know what I'm saying? That's what birthed them. That's why we remember them. Absolutely. We don't we don't remember we don't remember Muhammad Ali for boxing. You know what I'm saying? We remember him for being outspoken, fearless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why we Standing. started to love him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Like, bro, like, exactly. He's ingrained in our heart because d- 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 This motherfucker stood up against the United States government. Like, no, nah, y'all ain't... Fight. You know what I'm saying? No. Nah, fuck this boxing ring, bro. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, th- this is what it is about. And so when you have a people that's that selfless, because... I tell people all the time, Martin Luther King was 26 years old when he took over the uh, NAACP. 26 years old with the PhD. He was already doctor. 
Mm-hmm. You think they didn't offer him a bag to come shut on. the fuck up? You that's come on. You didn't think come they offered him some gangster shit. Come on. You, you think they didn't offer this man millions of dollars just to, picture, to, to just picture how gangster MLK had to be to and, say, and, and, "Nah, I'm cool, bro." <laughs> you talking about millions of dollars in the '60s? They, they was offering him. They could have bought him, and he and he stood his ground. That, like no, absolutely. like no. The I'm thing straight. So dope about that is the fact that he, once he got to a point of maturity. He opened himself up more so to the revolution, right? Absolutely, Absolutely. So, of course. Absolutely. So while they say Malcolm was, um, um, like we just had our um, um, Malcolm X event last week. We got to jump into that, but like they say Malcolm was, which we know is a, a billion percent lie. He was not going soft. Actually, he was getting harder because he said, right. "I'm not about to fight you, white." Man. He's like, "I'm not about to sit and fight, go back and forth with you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna tell your people on you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm gonna tell your people on you. What is? What is? What is? They over there rectifying their affairs and and trying to get their stuff together. I'm building I'm a case at the United you. Nations. Exactly. I'm building Absolutely. the damn case on the world Absolutely. stage yeah, about okay, what y'all so motherfuckers over here doing. And, and he and he, he ain't going soft. He went around the world, right? Absolutely. As a dignity, as a as a, as a Diplomat with no money, with no, with no, you know what I'm saying, with no, nothing but a lost one with Allah and his sister Ella. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and he did that on the whim of a lost one with Allah. That's how important that is to tell that story. Also, to make that to make that known, right? It's the fact that we're going back to Martin. Like Martin, like he once he got to an age, he's like, oh. Okay, they want me to sell out. Oh, oh they trying to say I'm a sellout. Remember, he was public enemy number one. You can't be you public enemy number one. No, you can't, right, exactly. can't be public enemy number one. You can't be public enemy you number one friend. and a sellout at the same Not time. At Not at all. You cannot. Malcolm was never public enemy number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so And they were and, and and that's the and that's the whole with all of the conversations over the years that have happened around our brother, uh, Minister Malcolm. How 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 so funny it is to me is how easily we will we will claim him. It's easy to claim him when he's dead. Mm-hmm. That's easy as hell. Oh my God! Come on, man. man. Oh it's my. easy to claim a man in 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 the cool. As the Honorable Muhammad said, it's easy to follow a man in the cool of the we night. If listen, we had the Panthers, because hindsight is twenty twenty. Exactly. I, I say all the time. I say, listen, a lot of y'all grandparents was bitch ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, straight the fuck up. Come on now. They could on now. stand Martin Luther King while he was out because he had they had a good job at Chrysler or yeah. something. And they're like, man, you better shut up upsetting these white working people. Working at Coca-Cola. You know what I'm saying? He, you he working boycott. at Pepsi or something. And he talking about he talking about I can't catch the bus to work tomorrow. Is this nigga crazy? Ooh, he started. <laughs> when he started. A, bunch, Come on now. a bunch of your grandparents was whole ass niggas. And then once they died and you found out these people were right, now you like, oh, I was at the struggle. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> and, and and look at and look yeah. at how and then yeah. think about it. Now you getting now you letting soft ass niggas tell the narrative. Exactly. exactly. You know that's exactly. and that's the that's the thing that even, comes even, into even trying to clean up Malcolm, like even Malcolm was clean as can be. But what I'm trying to say as far as cleaning up the image to to, to suit their um yes. ego. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because he will he was still a gangster. You gotta make him more palatable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's not you're trying to make him more palatable right now, especially in this, you know, as th- long as era. as yeah. long as Minister Malcolm is connected to Elijah, he's not palatable. He's not a good. We can't. Right. That's not a good. Um. That's not a good. That doesn't, that doesn't look too good for us. Well, right. Right. But even <laughs> even that not disconnecting him from Elijah is, is after you. He ninety nine percent of what we know about Malcolm come from the nation. Come from come from Elijah. You know it's, what I'm it's, saying? It's, 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 it's zero then, question about that. Ninety that the, the hundred come from him being a Muslim. Absolutely. And so now you taking Absolutely. away Elijah and you taking away even if you say okay he became a real Muslim in, right. to, in November 1993. They want to put, they right. put a date well, on, on Islam. February nineteen sixty four. Right. All right, whatever. That's the dumbest <laughs> shit. But at the same time, right? It's the fact that 
okay, now you got Marxism and you got all these people who don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> claim exactly. him. Exactly. So I go to the, I exactly. go to his, we make Ziawa to him every year in, um, in New York for mm-hmm. his birthday, right? And you know I do a program for him for his martyrdom all the time. Right, right. So we have to, we have to, we have to snatch Malcolm back from these devils. And when I say devils, because then you are, he's he's a staunch Muslim. Yes. Mm-hmm. Any walking in like if whatever you say about the, Absolutely. Any, the nation or whatever you say, if Malcolm X say I, I, he was a staunch Muslim. Yes. Right. So you cannot put uh, uh, things that that he would be in disagreement with. And try to make it right, like right. doing seances to him, yeah, right? And giving libations. Name and all a liquor after. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Really goofy. Yeah, ass. for real. Like I didn't see this. I, I didn't see it. I'm like, you got a I damn a rum name after Malcolm X, bro. He was. Uh, he probably was the clean, one of the cleanest leaders that we ever had in listen, our lifetime in, in, in to history. The, to the point where, when they did his autopsy, they said these are some of the. He had organs like a racehorse because he was still following the dietary law of the Nation of Islam. Yep, and, and, in fact. If they, if you study the history and they, and they know that the the enemy know, Counterintelpro is very aware. And it's open now. You it's, can it's see open, it. it's right. all open. It's open. You can, you he can, was making. You can Google that. They were. They feared that he was going to reconnect with the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. That was the, that was and, the fear. And that was the turning point of the fear. we yeah. got to kill him. And he listen, yeah, he wasn't. They, they wasn't thinking about him until he until he said I'm about to, I'm about to with NATO. Until no, until they saw he got like he got so much power and he broke his hell. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Listen, a, a lot of people don't even understand and, or didn't even realize that Malcolm X was at the march on Washington. Right. Yeah, Th- they don't they don't know that he was there. Chilling. You know what I'm saying? So. Yep. Uh, Martin Luther King, before he goes out to do his infamous, you know what I'm saying, before his famous I Have a Dream speech, he's giving an interview. Mm-hmm. And he said, that, so they was like, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- like, what are y'all here for? What do you want? He was like, well, you know, I'm coming for this. I'm coming for that. I'm coming for this. And they was like, and if you don't give it to me, well, Malcolm X is right in the hallway. <laughs> so, so Martin Luther King said, they start playing good cop, bad cop. Of course. After, of course. The Selma, uh, after that shit that popped off in Selma, they start helping each other. Listen. I'm cu- I'm asking y'all peacefully, peacefully. Malcolm ain't asked him. Ab- absolutely. He, so, and, and so who y'all want to give it to? Seen on the low end for in New York what he can do. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? So they like. I so mean, they- you talking? Listen, listen. You talking about a base of of people, and you talking about so the Nation of Islam numbers grew, but you talking about a whole section of people that never joined the Nation of Islam. Yeah, right. They just loved him. He, he was just, exactly. He was just a real ass. <laughs> exactly. Because he went. He's he's a Wally of love, so I don't want to put too much cussing around his name. <laughs> But, but you want to say he, he was, was such a real, a real stand-up dude that he had people twenty years ago from the streets say, "All right, like I say, his relationship with Bumpy, his relationship with Bumpy Johnson was was that deep, right?" You know what I'm saying, but, and people had never seen a fearless black man. That's, they had that's, never seen that. And that's and that's that fearless. Not, not, not with that camera in front of him. Like you know that. what I'm saying? <laughs> he gonna exactly. get. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, we, 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 I mean, you know, we had Garvey, <laughs> but Garvey wasn't talking to white people the way Malcolm was talking to white people. He, as, as you long know what I'm as saying? as long as Marcus Garvey was talking about leaving. They was cool with him. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, listen, cool. we, oh, you want to leave? We want you to leave. We, listen, what we need to do. All that money. <laughs> what we need to do to get you out of here faster. <laughs> right. As long as you're here, and, and and again, that that it just shows you the power. Again, third grade educated. Mm-hmm. He, he only got a third grade education. He dropped out in fourth. Dropped out in the fourth. Third grade educated Elijah. Who did he come in contact with that allowed him to produce such powerful students? Giants. Students, you know what I mean, and th- and these are these are students who are 
I haven't completed the course. They still in it. Exactly. Right. Right. They still in the course. <laughs> Imagine had they had they gone and completed the course that he had them on. Mm-hmm. And so Minister Farrakhan said that I believe that if my brother Malcolm was still here, he'd be right here with me. Absolutely. If my brother Muhammad Ali was still here, he'd be right here with me. If my brother Khalid was still here, he would be standing right here with me. But the enemy says, it puts in our ear, no, what about X, Y, and Z? So now I have to make my brother, the enemy will force you to make your brother the enemy rather than to say, no, he would would be with me. Right. (laughs) He would be standing right here with me. On my side, ready to whip your ass. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So... So let's get back to the to the actual nation. So what are some of the tenets of faith of the nation of Islam? What are some of the beliefs? What are some of the some some of the, like you say you mentioned dietary restrictions? So just the the, the day-to-day being a member of uh, you know Fruit of Islam or MGT, what it what what are some of the tenets of faith? So the we have the restrictive law of Islam which is out of the Holy Quran. It's not it's not some people see it and be like, well, that's not the day. Well, no, no. We don't we didn't make up anything. But if we were under Sharia law after being uh, under a slave master, all of us would be murdered. <laughs> so the God, all of us would be murdered under Sharia law. And so the God, the Master Father Muhammad had to give us something that would allow us to transition out of a lifestyle of a Negro. Mm-hmm. into a lifestyle of a disciplined Muslim. Right. And so one of the things that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad would always say of what we could stand to get gain from the larger Muslim community is our focus and discipline toward our prayer. And what they could gain from us is our discipline. And right. So these are, this, is a, this is a, a relationship that can still, that has to be, it has to be made. And so the restrictive law is, are those things that govern the lifestyle of a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And so the dietary law is not that, oh, this is um, put on you to say, um, oh, you gonna, you know, something going to happen to you. But it will, mm-hmm. based upon your following it or not, because it's the, it's the food that will keep us here and it'll take us away. Absolutely. So the dietary law is not, oh, somebody's standing over you. Or, well, you, well, you do have something that, well, you still, you eating that, brother? You know, right. <laughs> you have, but right. it is a, a disciplinary action that we that we take on in striving to eat one meal a day. That's one of that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Fasting is is principle as a Muslim and and really as anyone who's a believing person mm-hmm. in the in the three monotheistic religions. Mm-hmm. Fasting is a tenet of all of those. Right, absolutely. <laughs> you can't say that you are a Christian, a Muslim, yeah, you can't or, or a Jew, right. and not at some point in your journey. You don't observe and, Ramadan. You are not not at all a believer. Not at all. And and uh, <laughs> and, and 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 the people <laughs> say I'm observing the fast. No, we need you to participate in the fast because <laughs> we got a lot of fast observers. Yeah. I see you over there fasting, my brother. <laughs> you know, we but we have to be we have to be participating in these tenets for it to to. Um, so we have the restrictive law, and then we have the guiding rules of conduct. Okay. Uh, one of those is no lying. It because it's it demeans character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell the truth regardless of circumstance. Right. Even why, if why it lie? damns your own self. Why lie? And so exactly because uh, the one of the brothers he said uh, he was sitting with the minister one day, and they were sitting knee to knee, and he said, "Brother, you may as well confess because Allah already knows." <laughs> <laughs> and so why even lie? Because 
you create a, a world that doesn't even need to exist <laughs> by lying when you can just tell the truth. So, <laughs> so that reminds me of this story of, 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 of this hadith, right? So it was a brother. Uh, this was back in the days of uh, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, right? So it was a brother, and he had he he really liked this sister, this Muslim sister. So what this goofball does is dresses up like a woman so he can go sit with the sisters. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he threw on the burqa and all of that. And so he can sit down talking to the sister. And the prophet saw he all saw him see him. He called his name like, I mean, what did you do with? And he gets up and takes off running. Right? So the next time the prophet see him, he like, hey, what was you doing? He was like, oh, I was looking for my horse. Wow. I was looking for my horse. <laughs> and he takes off running again. So the next time the prophet see him, he like, hey, did you find that horse? <laughs> and he was like, no, no. And he, every time, so now you're you uncomfortable. You don't even want right. to be around this man. Right. You know, he like, and every time he saw him, he's like, did you, did you find your horse? Did you find your horse? So one day the prophet walks in the mosque and the brother is offering his salat. So the, the prophet comes in, he do his, you know, his sunnah, you know what I'm saying, to, and uh, the brother's still praying. So the prophet sit and he's just waiting. And he yells out, make your prayer as long as you want. I'll be here when you're done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, because you know, you you trying to wake right. me out. You right. know, I don't right. you can recite the whole Quran. I'm gonna be here when you do. <laughs> so when he finally gets done, he was like, Hey, did you find your horse? And he said, Well, Lahi, I have never lost my horse. Mm. Like, I was lying. You know what I'm saying? But like that's that's you know what I'm saying? Like that's how uncomfortable lying to somebody Absolutely. can make you. Because it now you uncomfortable in you lie. Now you have to keep it up. Exactly. Because exactly. now you create you create again, you create a reality that did not have to exist if you just told the, the truth. And the minister said because his mother, a Caribbean black woman, she he said she was deep black too. But he said she made him to love truth because she would beat him for what he did. And then beat him for the lie that he told. Mm -hmm. Because he said, if you lie, if you lie, then you'll steal. And then you'll lie to cover up what you stole. And then if you steal and you lie, you'll kill. So it's a it's a road that'll get yes. you. It's a continuous road. Mm -hmm. He said, there's no need. She said, he said that he told her, it's no need for you to lie on anybody because the truth about everybody is bad enough. <laughs> and so, and so, wow! For that, for that to be a wow. guiding rule of conduct, I'm gonna have to write that down. It's a guide. This, these are rules. So those things guide our life. It's not a law that it's the it's the natural law that uh, that Allah will put on you to, that you run back into for lying. <laughs> you bring it right on back around. <laughs> that's why. And that's why. It's so it's so much better to not talk at all. And I, you and once you get older, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, that's what, alhamdulillah, that you will be blessed with that certain type of wisdom to stay out of shit. Absolutely, you know absolutely. Because you can, you can lead to certain conversations that would be, uh, let's say, frivolous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Where yeah. it would be, it would be un, it, it, it's, it's, it's not a fact that it being, it could be comfortable, or it can be whatever. But if you, once you talk too much, yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you talk too much, it would naturally lead. To you talking about shit that you probably don't need, you don't you don't need to be talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. Somebody Absolutely. You need to be talking Absolutely. About. But see, the the thing is, once I realized that I was a you know a person that people actually paid attention to when I talk, I realized I was responsible for what comes out of my mouth. Absolutely. Life. Absolutely. Because people, whether I want people to or not, people people listen to me. Bro, you don't understand. Man. So now I know 
I can't just be saying no bullshit. Absolutely. I can't just be saying absolutely. anything because somebody is listening to me. And, and you're going to be held accountable. Absolutely. And, and, and so absolutely. That, on that note, it's, that's why it's so that, that pivotal moment in history, when the instruction came to Brother Malcolm, the Yonvalaj Muhammad asked his ministers, just be quiet on this matter. Because now you're such a figurehead mm-hmm. that rather you, rather you are thinking about it or not, they People are. are looking to say what he about to say, say about it. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and, and the wisdom in that was like, it wasn't the fact that you was wrong. The wisdom in that was like, we are trying to establish something. Right? It's so key. You know what I'm saying? And I he know, didn't say nothing that was right, wrong. Right. right. <laughs> he was absolutely right. <laughs> he was absolutely right. right. It was and, just in the wrong time and, and the place wrong, to say and, it. In the context, but the thing about it, he again, he was... Now that I'm in my 40s, you think you 38, 37, 38 years old that you just you just, you were old head, but you not. <laughs> right, still, right. You still exactly. a fiery dude. Exactly. You know what I'm right. Even I'm in my early 40s, I'm still fiery. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. So, but but I I know how to people don't know people don't know how old I am. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like now I'm here, I know how I can't react. Yes. The way yes. I did when I was 30. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. What I'm saying? And you you learning and you're. And to get chided, even like we said, like to get chided by somebody, oh, you don't understand what I what I'm dealing with. It's that same thing as being a being a child with a mentor. Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna listen, you ain't listening every time they tell you something, you know. And I love my father. I love my father, but when you father, say, that's my man. talking wisdom, you like, I hear what you say. It's <laughs> <laughs> pops, bro. And but, so I, but I'm gonna go out here and bump my head anyway. You know what I mean? I got, and, and and that's how I, I was I was I was blessed to, to 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 learn and study from my other siblings, but everything he said wasn't, you know, right. like, come on, man. You know, I was I was a big, big fan of Eminem, of the lyrical skill of Eminem. Mm-hmm. And I, I woke up one day and looked at my window, all of my Eminem CDs. He had broke them. <laughs> he broke all of them up. And I'm like, and I was, you know, I got emotional. I'm like, who, who, would, do, who would do such a thing? <laughs> and the funny thing is, I didn't find out that it was him. <laughs> he was teaching a lecture about it. <laughs> I'm sitting in the crowd like, that was you? <laughs> Eyes watering up. But, but <laughs> hold on. So why did he break the CD? Because he white. It was. It was. <laughs> no. It was. It was. It was. It was more to do about the level of disrespect that he had for, for his, his mother. Mama, yeah. and he did not care to have that enter into our home, and okay. I understood it. And I. And, yeah. and then I had again. When you grow and you learn, you like, damn, he was way off with. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. damn, we. Really got you got your and, ass with yeah, you know me. Yeah, back in the day, you know that's my I'm proof was my big homie mentor and all that. But at the same time, you like now I'm older. I'm like, damn, that nigga talk. Because you knew, you know, everything was shocking for people who were not privy to the Detroit hip hop scene back in the day. Yeah, and we don't, I ain't going to get jump off Sunday, but I'm going to get his little history of it. It was all like that. That scene, that that underground rap scene, was all about shock value. Yes, right. Yeah, so you had Fuzz Scooter, you had Bugs, you had different rappers. Um, uh, it's a, I, I could go down the line that had. Shock value. That's yeah. what a lot of time. That's what kind of M kind of got that from. That and it made them prevalent on that battle scene too. Like exactly because you yeah. like, oh, whoa, what did he just so, say? Right. <laughs> but I had the same time. I was around the gangster niggas and I was around them, the rapidly rap niggas. So I had to kind of got a, like a, a, a certain type of balance. I was more leaning toward the rap gangster who can rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But I'm trying to get off court. I'm just saying is that yeah. Once I got old, I'm like, damn man, he was. 
Ooh, but see, but 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 that goes why t- he was cold as hell. Though. But that goes why the Snoop said what he said about him though. Yeah, like like that shit. Top ten. That, 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 that ain't that ain't. I can live shit. without that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because no, that's because, true. Because you know what I'm saying. I felt that when he said it. If you talk it. about if you talk about lyrical ability, Eminem is a fucking right monster. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he ain't never made a song that I felt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't never I ain't never was like nigga. I'm feeling like nigga. I felt. uh Keep your head up. I right. felt, right. you know what I'm saying, dear mama. I could turn dear mama on right now, nigga, right. damn near start crying. Like, right. turn, right. hold, you, you know what I'm saying? Hold your head. When like, I hold nigga. Your head, I'm, cr- I'm you know what I'm saying? Hold your head. I wonder yeah, if heaven bro. got a ghetto. Like, nigga, I feel this shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never felt the Eminem shit, but, yeah. Yeah, but I was a super fan, too. Yeah, he got a couple songs. So that, that you know, but again, it speaks to, again, the wisdom. Name that we one get. after we get off the air, nigga. I'm going to give you time to think. <laughs> you ain't never felt none of that shit. Fuck out of here. <laughs> we gotta go through the look. Wait a minute. He low key kind of racist, but it's okay. For sure, for sure. I think maybe one was like Mockingbird um, when he was, but he was talking I didn't about even like Mockingbird, right? I, 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 I swear I didn't like after the melody. I don't think I don't even think I was feeling it, but I, I understood where he I feel like was. Collapse definitely. I ain't gonna. I, okay, 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 okay. That verse, the verse he had. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I, I will give you till I collapse. All right, give you till I collapse. But we getting off the subject. Off the subject, goddamn. Well, all that to say that the value of <laughs> the the morality and principality of our Islam, that was one of the things that I had to understand from my father. He's giving me this lesson. I need you to understand this, son. The that to to be able to bring this level of um disrespect to the house, like if I allow you to, then this may become a prevalent thing. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, understood. Yeah, I think once once you once you get older, you know what I'm saying. Like you can like now we see, but it again, that goes for people who uh, basically trying to submit to a law. Well, that's one. Yes. And one thing one thing about submitting to a law, regardless of your vices, is that you would be oh, that you would be given certain um, what's that word? The visions. Yes. That the average that the average person would get. Believers are believers and Muslims is two different. You know what I'm saying? They're not two different things. A believer is a, is 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 a Level of being a Muslim, you know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. And then you got the you got the uh, mukmin and, and muksin, you know what I'm saying? Different things like that. So it's levels to that. So you could be a Muslim all day, but at the same time, like again, when you, once you get a certain level of, uh, like he said, when people, when you are, and that man, and I'm a, you are, you know me, you know me most mm-hmm. of my life, you know what I'm saying? Before, uh, you know what I'm saying? Before my my parents left the nation, but you know, I'm I can I talk some shit, you know? I I, yeah. I, I can be I can go a wild dude, but now I'm like. Damn, I, I, stuff I want to say now, I can't. I don't. I ain't like. I can't say it because, when, like, I be chilling, I be in my mode because I, I suffer from depression, like real depression, like diagnosed. So sometimes I can be spazzing on it. You know what I'm saying? And so, but then I get to a point, I be thinking like, um, you know, people come up to me like, man, we need like when people, when people tell you they need you, mm. like when people literally tell me out their mouth, they man, we need you and. You look up to me and like people could pull me to the side, give me long ass lectures about how they look up to me. Sometimes I'd be like, why? You know what I'm saying? But the other mm. side, I'd be like, um, damn. <laughs> 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 you know because no, it, and that's that's re- because we have to, and and that's the that's one of the beautiful things about um, about the fullness of Islam. Right. When we come into the fullness of Islam, a lot it is. For us, it's freedom, justice, and equality. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to be yourself mm-hmm. and be a Muslim, and not this manufactured version 
um, what a Muslim is see, and, supposed and, to be. So you should have been here for the last episode when I be talking about these <laughs> niggas be getting these accents and shit. Though. Yeah, like, like, come on, man. Bro, you niggas learned a couple swords, and now you sound now you sound like Ali and them from from fucking well, it, Pakistan. Well, it's man. right, it's Stop right it. there, it's right there in Stop the Holy Quran. You all did, you did not argue until knowledge came to you. Oh, now, now you got something to say. <laughs> well, you were just a Negro the last week. <laughs> so and now you, you read the Quran halfway, uh, halfway a little bit during Ramadan, and now you come out. And uh, Islam is not the... the <laughs> come on, man. Cut it out. So listen. So the nation is, is one of the... Is probably the most uh, disciplined organizations I have ever seen in my life, right? I ain't never seen it. And, so it, and, and you did mention the discipline. So every time I see the brothers... The brothers is suited and booted, clean cut, clean shaven. I ain't never seen, you know what I'm saying, heard no bunch, whole bunch of cussing. I ain't never seen motherfuckers, you know, hitting the hitting the blunt. Like, that structure and that discipline, is that built into the religion or is that just a choice that, that y'all made? Both. Okay. So it is a part of, the discipline is a part of the class, the, the fruit of Islam, the FOI class. It's what Master Father Muhammad set up. That was the class where he taught those brothers to be Muslim. Mm -hmm. That is the class that make made us Muslim. And there were others in the class at the same time as the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And in the history, it says that the master asked them to give a name that they would name the class. And he allowed them to, you know, whatever they were, whatever the names were. I don't remember exactly what some of the names were. And he asked the students, will you allow me to give the name that I chose? I said, of course. You know? <laughs> and and, he, and Fruit of Islam was the name that the master chose. So it is built into the um, lifestyle. Um, and, and, it, and it's a part of what main, continuing with that part of the training is what allows us to remain in that disciplined state. But at the same time, it is a choice. Mm -hmm. You have to make a choice to be um, of that this caliber of men, because the nation of Islam it encompasses it encompasses it is that it's the nation within the confines of the broadness of Islam. That's what it is. And there are in the, in the aspect everybody and I had to come into the understanding that everybody can be Muslims, but not every. Being an FOI is very specific, mm -hmm. and, and 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 everybody is not willing to discipline their lives to to be in that way. Right, <laughs> and that's just and that's the understanding I had. But to be a part of the the broadness of the nation of Islam, this is what Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is what he was establishing: mm -hmm. the nation of Islam. And you dealing with you talking about soldiers? He was dealing with Negroes too, right there in the Holy Land, straight up. Would they they would they disrespect him now, calling them sand niggas now, but he was dealing with Negroes right there. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me. I'm I'm looking at scripture. I'm like, man, he had a tough time dealing with. <laughs> he had to go to the. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about Hadith, though. And like, yes. some people say, oh yeah, Ron, you want to talk ill of a talk ill of the, of the Sahabas? No, you're not talking ill by telling a real story. Yeah. Right. That's not that that then that no. You how can you how can you give context? With hiding things. Yes. You know what I'm saying. And so when you get to the when you get to that point when you go back to the Sahabas and stuff like that, 
Sahabas wasn't deities, so they was not perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's no way in God's green earth where we can have 70, what they say, 70,000 sayings and hadiths and stuff like that without them being having real human being problems. Let's say, don't say nigga, bro. Yeah. Real human being problems. Like yeah, right. dealing with sex. Absolutely. Dealing with. with Come on, with, man. With gambling, gambling, drinking, homosexuality, homosexuality all that everything. stuff, right? They not, was, not one to pray. They were, yeah. yeah and, oh, all and, of that and shit. It was, but it was always done. And this one thing, you got to go back and I, that's one thing we got to touch on it was all like it was all done in a subtle way from the prophet he was ven- uh, he was he was like a venomous against those who who like um when you consistently lying you know what i'm saying are you yeah. like are you was like so you disrespectful habitual. to a law yes. like you know what i'm saying they like okay like it was like when he like the whole Jew thing that yahoo when they had to I don't even like telling that story when I, that situation with the Yahoos. But um, he didn't want to do that at first. He asked him, like, man, he's like, you right, because they, they're treachery. They, they did treason on us. They crossed the line, like, man. But back to what I'm saying is that it's the fact that it was done a set of ways. And so you go back to the nation when with they, they fishing, we say Dawa. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Is that they get they approach the brother in a subtle way to a point where the brother like, damn, this is this is different. This nigga, mm-hmm. he smiling to say he love me. <laughs> oh, cause we know most most brothers in the hood don't come exactly. from people who say I love you, mm-hmm. and you mean it, right? Yes. And yes. you mean it. Like when I see I love somebody, I love you. I mean that. And that's the one thing about that is that you got to give it up to that because again, I'm from I'm a I was I was a baby. Well, you know I was a baby FOI, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so. Once I got over to the different, because uh, my mama, she's like a Muslim, she's all over the place. But one, but she settled in into Jenny, and she settled into the, to the, you know what I'm saying, the son as far as dealing with the dar. But let's go back to the stories that, you know what I'm saying, once I came over to that side, it was a culture shock. Yeah. The way they treated women was, was mm-hmm. no. Right, <laughs> Niggas right. in the street, like, uh, I never see pimps cheat women like that. You know what I'm saying? The way they treat the women, the the poverty. You know what I'm saying? But all that, I'm not now. I'm older. I'm not gonna sit there and keep beat, beating them down because that came from misguidance. Yeah, absolutely. And that came from extreme. They was young, and we got to go back into that. A lot of them was young, extremely young, early, late teens, early twenties, right? And you got to keep it real with that. So for for like better people out there, like going hard on their parents, like yes, we got to go hard because it that messed up a lot of my peers. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to sit back and, and give them be some type of um, um, empathy towards that because they were so young and, and and so ignorant to the certain things. Yeah, and even and even the <laughs> it's gonna be okay, darling. But that that's pivotal too. So when because when the nation fell, you had people. Who were so um, in love with the person mm-hmm. Elijah Muhammad that when he was no longer present, my faith is gone. Mm-hmm. That's not Islam, right? right. <laughs> and that's not what he taught. <laughs> so, right. and so you had people turn away from the way that he gave because now he's no longer present to tell you about what it is that he already taught you about. Mm-hmm. And so people turned away from. And so part of that is. They 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 left the discipline because many left the ah we gonna do this, and then the other part of that is they were so enamored as as those those followers of Pharaoh, and the slaves at that time were enamored with the wealth 
But Pharrell was like, yeah, let's go back to <laughs> Let's listen, go back over there. Listen, I listen. mean, when I listen, so, shiny. so when I when I read Exodus, I couldn't I couldn't fucking believe it, right? <laughs> I, I could not believe it, right? So I, the first time I, I I sit down and read the Bible, I was in jail. You know what I'm saying? And like like Malcolm, like I had time. I was you know I was mm-hmm. away from all the distractions, shit. So I read the Bible because I I hadn't heard of the Quran yet. So I read the Bible and I'm I'm you know you know Genesis and all that shit. Right. I get to Exodus. I'm reading Exodus and Moses is like, I done got y'all niggas up out of here. <laughs> I got y'all niggas up out of slavery. <laughs> and all y'all want to do is go back to slavery. They, they said, walking. Yeah. And, and and he like, they he like, said, let's let's uh make a captain so that we can go back to Pharaoh. Because- <laughs> he say, he he say, he say, he say, so so they, they walking and, and they following Moses, but they like, man, I wish I had some, and they naming all of the fools <laughs> that Pharaoh used to give them, right? Because they don't get that right now. Y'all just left it. Y'all just left captivity. Now y'all off in the wilderness. Running. And they like, all I want is some of the... So Moses here, he like, hey, I know where you niggas could go get it. You know, you, you, you want to go back? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas are begging to go back to slavery. And, and Damn, that's, we that's just a, need a little bit of McDonald's. Damn, Moses. That's a sick mentality, man. But that lets you know it ain't nothing new. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So when it happened in 1975, when it happened in, you know, 1465, whenever the prophet saw you know what I'm saying? Even, it, it's even, not a new Mentality. Even that shit always. The time where the where the savior left, in that period when he when he departed, people fell away immediately. Where in that period of him leaving the honorable Elijah Muhammad to con- continue, and he said that he when he was preparing to go, he had lodged a piece of paper in the honorable Elijah Muhammad's hand, and he said the honorable Elijah Muhammad was saying to him. I need you. He said, you don't need me anymore. He told him three times, you don't need me anymore. And he walked away and left. And he said he didn't see him anymore from that time. But he said when he opened that piece of paper, it was the 23rd Psalm. Because he was giving him some guidance that he would need to allow him to navigate to what he was about to handle. And so you dealing with you dealing with levels. You got to be giving console when you're dealing with the Negro, man. Man. <laughs> you got to be giving because if you don't love them, you will kill them. Period. If right. you don't love right. the, if right. you don't love us, you oh, will kill us. Oh the, my god. And the minister yes. said on Sunday, he said sometimes you got to cuss. Because cussing will keep you from murder. Right. <laughs> and that's, and that's it will keep you I from got, murder. Bro, bro, I tell you something we got to work on, but damn. like Cussing, cussing, cussing release toxins for me. <laughs> bro, listen. I don't cuss like this nigga, but. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, I, listen, I, I, like, I thought I was bad. God damn. I don't think nobody cuss like me, but like, listen, I've always been like this, bro. I don't know how to not cuss. <laughs> I cuss when I'm happy. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I be talking yeah. to my kids. Like, man, y'all motherfuckers are straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that's just how that's just how I've always been. But so so, how did you become a part of the NOI? So, were you brought up? Were you raised in it, or did you convert? Or how? So, well, what, what what is your process? So it's it's um it's multifaceted, but I'll give you the two major things. Of course, my parents uh, they came into the Nation of Islam after hearing um. After hearing Minister Farrakhan at Lincoln University in 1981, uh-huh. uh, but prior to that, my father's um, high school mentor, uh, Clifford Sykes, he was his music teacher, but also his mentor. He would play tapes of the minister, and he said when he took, he ended up taking my parents off to school to Lincoln in his in his car, and um, 
he made them listen to the minister's tapes all the way dry on the drive up. And um, went so by the time the minister was making his tours to the colleges, this 1981, during the rebuild, they heard the minister and they came in later that year. Um, and then two, two siblings, well, three before me, and then I was born in 1987. Mm -hmm. And so this is all during that period of rebuilding, um, all in that period of leading up to um, the monumental 1995 The Million Man March. This was all, this is very, these are very pivotal aspects of, of my upbringing. But at a certain point, um, I had to have the desire for this for myself. Right, right. And that didn't come until, um, mm -hmm. until, until right. It was right after I made the decision, like, yeah, I'm gonna get registered, and and then right after that, what was unbeknownst to me, it was already happening. Right after that is when my parents separated and divorced. One of the biggest trials in my life, mm. and it was only the fact that. That that drove me into a almost a depressive state, but at the same time it drove me, it forced me to study now because I had to get to a point because I struggled with the reality of Master Father Muhammad. I struggled with that. Mm -hmm. And that's something that um that's and I always tell people that's something that you come into being a follower because it's not it's not overnight. And helping me to see and understand is what gave me my driving force to say, yeah, this is this is the life for me, and I'm going to continue on this path, and this is what I desire for my children. And and so uh, that that was my uh, brain. So my parents raised me to be uh, Muslim. And just being, I think my walk in particular, being like the sole Muslim almost damn near everywhere I went <laughs> when I was in. Once I left Muhammad University, it was my first experience in a public school. Um, it was public school, but it still had a level of discipline. I went to Michael Mix Academy. Mm -hmm. And and that was at the time under um, Professor, um, under the Clifford Watson. And if you knew that brother, he was a hard man, but he was a beautiful man. But he was hard. He didn't play. When it came to the education of black children, that was something that he never played with. And he literally had to fight just to get that school open because his desire was to have an all-boys school in, for education. And the public school system did not allow it. And so what they had to do is finesse it where they could do it once they were inside of the school, where mm. you had all-boys classes, all-girl classes. So by the time I got there, it was mixed. So this is my first experience being in, in a classroom with, with, with girls. I'm like, oh, this is some different type of shit. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This is this is this is what people experience on a daily basis. You just gonna sit me next to Tasha? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Looking like that, too. But, but the, the the crazy thing is, it's not I mean not the crazy thing, but Allah really had his hand on me because even though my desire was to engage in a lot of the frivolities that I saw my peers. He didn't allow me. Frivolities. That's a great I, word. I, I, Man. Listen. Only somebody in the nation going to say like listen, that. Listen, want, Listen, listen. When you talking about sin, you talk about sin. Like, you right. you see them doing stuff, you like, damn. You know? I want to get into to some foolishness like that. Right, right. I, right. Not And not, not, to say, not to say that you like, you know, I'm plotting and scheming for 
to sin, but the nature of yourself to say, you know, damn, she's beautiful. You know, yeah. because you, this is your first experience. Damn, she's fine. Woo! But literally, uh, it, the this the the experience that I had, it did not allow me to engage it, to a certain point. And here come that knocking on, and I'm like, damn, all right, all right, time to go. I just drop me off at home, man. <laughs> <laughs> drop me off at home, and I thank a lot that I was able to. Low and that's not, and that's not, a, it's not an easy thing, but it allowed, allowed me to be able to go this far to give a testimony to say. I was able to save myself for my wife. I thank a lot for that because it was it was not an easy task. And I'll be telling people like I ain't telling you this. I ain't saying that I was I had girlfriends. I was trying, and at a certain point, they was like, "You just too much of a good dude." <laughs> <laughs> Over, you know, it's friend zone. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> No, I'm not as sorry as I no. felt at the, at the time. <laughs> not as sorry as I felt at the time. No. I, I regret. I regret something. Listen, no. I'm like, I'm, you I know, you, you know, you put <laughs> Listen, you land. You know how you landed on nice, and you like it's about to go, it's about to happen. Right, it's about to go down. <laughs> I was like, nah, bro. You know, hey, but you, nah. should, you should. That's something, and then that as a Muslim. Who didn't have? Who didn't have cut that type of strap that you right. had? You should be. You should. You're an exception. You should be. You should be proud of that. Absolutely. And that story that should be told to to because think about it. A lot come with um, underage sexuality. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. a lot come with that. Bruh. A over lot, over and hyper. A lot of yeah. A lot Man. of a lot of trauma and a lot of. Um, uh, yeah, you you can't trust people. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you're always looking over your shoulder, and there's a lot of niggas that's dead right now because of that. <laughs> right, like, right, literally, right. to the like, I'm pretty sure yeah. somebody right now in Detroit about to die over a girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Niggas, niggas gonna kill and die over girls before any any other reason, <laughs> right. for any other reason. For real? Not today. And, but but and that like, speaks to the that speaks to the work, and that's the and that's the thing that was a, a very specified work of the nation of Islam is dealing with the. Because now you, we post we post traumatic slavery, right? We post traumatic slavery. So and listen, we're dealing with these aspects of human life. So listen, because this is going this is going overlap into the, the same question. But so, what are your thoughts on people today being less religious than ever? Oh, that's a good one. So, because I, that, this is going to feed into the the conversation we're having about sex and all that. Because yeah. we live in a super. You're, you're hard pressed to find. A handful of religious people in yeah. 2022. Now it's just up. Everybody doing what the fuck ever. Right. So right. what are your yeah, thoughts you on, know, on, if it's on, up on and that? It's stuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't get too Listen, stuck, my guy. But but I think the this is the changing of understanding. It's a, we're at a very pivotal point of the changing of understanding because religion, as many of them as institutions, have failed. And so, and so every single one of them have failed to do the job that they were set out to do. And so institutionally, institutionally. Wow. Exactly that. Wow. And that's why it's point that. Yes, wow. that's the, that's specific. Specific is the institutionalization of religion has failed because now you uh have created something that it it, it shifts on the whim of how your enemy operates. And so that's why in, in Quran it said, this well, day, that, this day. I don't think people are going to understand I, I, I tell you, how heavy that is. Day. That's my man's, brother. <laughs> have I, I given to you Islam as a religion? Because that means before that, it was not 
in this structure that we that we call religion. It was the way that we lived just because, just on GP. We lived our lives like that. And so Allah had to give it. it be, again, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's dealing with Negroes. Mm -hmm. What am I going to tell them, Allah? <laughs> because they tripping. Because I've completed my favor on you. And I've perfected this religion. Mm -hmm. And I've given to you Islam as a religion. Because it was already the way of life that uh, in our original state, that's how we lived. Right. But now I have to give it to you as in a way. way to structure you back to your true self. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think we're shifting to now. All of this has to be exacerbated. So what we're seeing in the uh, hypersexualization, the shifting um, conversation around gender and all of that shit, it, it's, it's becoming to a, a point where it has, to, it has to go to a boiling point. It has to, it, yep, it has to exacerbate itself. All the circumstances are right where they need to be and, to start anew. And that's why, you, that's, yeah, that's why you, that's why when I, my mentor told me, like, in the midst of all this shit, that's why it's it's good to be still. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because you can't, you would, ne you would never defeat the devil with his own game. No. And you letting, it, and think about it. And, and They've been around too damn right, long. It is a, it <laughs> is a resurgence of love and religion. Yes. Right? So when I say, when we say that, now the hearts are starting to get you cannot attack the vice without cleaning the heart. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So now Absolutely. it's a heart thing and then you got and you have to be as a you have to stand on what you stand of. You if you mm -hmm. ain't for that, you not for it. I don't have to agree with you L B C H A D W Z. I don't have to agree with you. I don't I'm not about to sit and say I hope everybody die and somebody come kill you. Right. You know right. What I'm exactly. Saying? I can exactly. stand on I ain't not agree exactly. with. You know what I'm saying, and I think that's what when we when we get to these conversations, um, the religion did not fail nobody. Absolutely. What failed them was the people was manipulation. Yes. And yes. the people and, and absolute power absolutely corrupting mm -hmm. those who shouldn't have that um, type of um, voice. Yes, absolutely. So I and and I I totally agree. I hundred percent agree. And I said and I said I tell this to motherfuckers all the time. Like I fear how far left we're gonna have to go. Before the switch is flipped, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying because you can't. It's it. It's not just exponential. It can't go on forever. Exactly. So how far do we have to go before we fall off the cliff? Mm. I'm I'm just fearing what that last step looked like. <laughs> like God, because it's up right now. Yeah. No. It's so, so 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 what do the last step got to look like before they motherfucker be like, all right, yeah, we fucked up. We need to. We need to because we're not gonna be able to start over. We're gonna have to start over. Yeah, you, you ain't gonna be able to go back. It's just gonna have to. Right. It's, it's no. Be, it's no going back. It's gonna be a total dismantle of, of everything, and then we're gonna have to build anew. You know what I'm saying? I like, like, like he did in the Bible. I'm gonna have to. Absolutely. The flood is gonna come. No, no and see, and, and that, that you know what I'm saying. That's that's where, think about it. That, yes. that and, and think about with scripture. Think about what the message is that. The, the Rasulullah laws, which is Prophet Muhammad was the final, was the final seal of the Rasulullah laws, right? But Noah, like Noah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Noah, he, he had the, when he came with it, uh, uh, um, Dawood, uh, Isa alayhi salam, uh, 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 Yahya, they came, you know what I'm saying? They came with, and, 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 and it came, what happened was that they thought at that time the world was ending. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. For real. Right. He was right, telling them, like, right. no, no, the like, world as you see it is ending. Absolutely. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because, and then only ones that's going to be protected, even in, even if they die in the midst of that, the ones that's going to be protected when, on, on Yom Kiyama is the ones that believed and in, 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 in believed. Yes. Period. 
You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. so the believers will always be saved, mm-hmm. regardless of their background, mm-hmm. regardless of, of the vices. If if you are making effort like the, with the with the killer, the ninety nine, the, the, the ninety nine killer, you know what I'm saying? The killer of the honey, whatever. He was saved because he was striving. You know, so he made he made it to Jenner. You know, he was promised Jenner because he was striving in the midst of him knocking off the people who kept saying they can't save him. He like, mm-hmm. okay, he got to the final person, or he was saved, and he died in that process of because he was seeking out a law, mm-hmm. right? So at the end of the day, the believers are going to be saved. So that's the believer people who yes. truly, truly, yes. truly, truly believe. No matter what you're going through, and you do have to strive to be a better, better human being, is that you are going to be protected. Yes. Right? And once you believe in that, even if you even in the process of you dying in the in the case, you know, man, inshallah, may Allah give us all long longevity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To watch our children grow. But even that process is that you are guaranteed success. Yes. So you sometimes you got to, bro. If you sit here and argue with everybody that's acting a damn fool, you gonna <laughs> you gonna you ain't got no time for yourself. Not at all. Not at all. Definitely got no time for your kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or your wife. Oh man, I'm, uh, all these gays! Oh god! Oh my god! Look at these niggas in the street! Ah, look at this! Look at this bombing and over here bombing! You don't, bro. These people are dead. <laughs> Some people just are who they are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it is it, it, again when he talking about this is that, but this is one of the the big aspects of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was given is that the majority of that book Bible. Only a portion of it is history. The rest of it was to come. Right, prophecy. And so prophecy, which was which still had not taken place yet, mm-hmm. of what we looking like, well, no, that already happened. Nah, not yet. You know, he was because he in the process. You talking about? Yeah, he's. This is a. This is a. Again, scripture is a script. Many different people can play the role right. of this one and that one. It's now you have to be able to find these characteristics. And the Elijah Muhammad said that if you, if Allah blesses you to live long enough, mm-hmm. you'll see Moses walking around again. You said you'll see Noah walking around again right. because they represent char- character traits mm-hmm. of people who Allah has to bring to rectify other aspects so that, so that his will is perfected. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, believers... Oh, you who believe. <laughs> it's what it, yeah, he, it calls on. The uh, mukmin is is way more. And yes. The mukmin, the mukmin is way is 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 uh talked about way more than just the Muslim. Mm-hmm. You always go revert back to the mukmin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's what you and that that gives it go that goes to the point where being a pessimist and opt being optimistic. Yeah. You can look at it at a point and be like, oh man, it's just it's just shot to hell. Are you gonna like you know what I'm saying? D- d- Humans doing human things, you know what I'm <laughs> right? Saying? And once right. you open Pandora's box, <laughs> once you open Pandora's box, yeah, the hardest brother. thing in the world to do is close. Only a law gonna be able to close it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so you guys just had a Savior's Day, yes, sir. Just had a Savior's Day. So uh, I'm sick. I ain't get to go, man. That's crazy. No, he need, I forgot. He didn't tell me, bro. Yeah, and I'm that's, sick. I ain't get to go, man. A week before, we can have a photo. That. And listen, yeah, and uh, I definitely got to be at the next Malcolm X joint. We all go to New York, but. But uh, so break down. So how was the Savior's Day, man? Like, what was it? So, so talk to me about like get it, get it, get. First of all, tell people what Savior's Day is. So say, and let us know how this say, one was. Savior's Day is our celebration of the birth of Master Fahd Muhammad, um, in his 
coming to bring us up out of the condition we were in. And then this thing about historically when he came, this is right in the midst of the Great Depression. All of this is happening, and this man come to your door with silks. They're like, "Damn, where you come from? Where you come from, brother?" Fourteen bushels. So, but we celebrate um, his birth and his coming to raise up that one. Well, that's his birth, but he made another savior in that man Elijah, and of course we are we are under the the auspice is guidance of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who has been a perfect student of his teacher, man. And Allah has blessed him to stay in the classroom that formed giants that what 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 the master came to do was to make us into lowercase G-O-D. We can never be the God, because he is all up into himself. But we are a representation of him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why we get blessed to be able to carry his attributes. Because there's a there's a percentage. The minister said it like this. He said, there's a percentage. He said, Allah is a 100% of all the attributes. But we can be 15. <laughs> you know, he's always 100% all the time. Mm-hmm. But we can be Malik. We can be servant of, though. You have to be Abdul. That's, that's, I'm happy you said <laughs> you, because you have to be Abdul, though. You can't. You can't be the representation of the characteristic because that's for Allah all by Himself. But you can be Abdul Malik. <laughs> he explained it way better than some other niggas. You, they you will can, be like, I'll be in that boy like, proud of those stuff a lot. Day, you know, I'll be like, I'm about to fight this nigga. You can be, <laughs> you can be Abdul. You can always be a servant of the one who represents the highest form of that particular characteristic. Right on. But if we don't, if if we're not, if we cannot grow into those attributes. To the percentage that Allah desires for us to grow into, don't take. We should not take on the name, because see, the desire of the holy name. That's is, why your name Jermaine. Because <laughs> I'm unique. No, that's why your name Jermaine. I'm the first born and raised Jermaine Harry. That's why your name is Jermaine. I was wondering why this nigga ain't never had no Muslim name. Like, this I nigga. got a Muslim name. My name, Muslim name is Jermaine. <laughs> My Muslim mama and daddy made me Jermaine. <laughs> so that's why your Muslim not, Arabic name is something different. Your Muslim name is what your father named you. Yeah, this nigga named Jermaine. Dog. Get up. Right. You're going to let the white, first of all, you're going to let the white man tell you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every every Jermaine, I know Muslim. Shout out to Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Jermaine Debris. Right, he, right. He's right. he a Caffrey dog. But. <laughs> He might be making his way to some nice. Nah, not not because I just saw this weekend. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> but it's it is to that that we are um be it the will of Allah, we grow into some semblance of the name or the attributes that we bear that belong to him. Mm-hmm. They're always going to belong to him. So you're not just Jalil, you Abdul Jalil. Well, absolutely. In in the in the if you take it from its um, Arabic in its Arabic term, but the spelling particularly mine came from the Hebrew. Ja, yeah, that's so it's, yeah. it's it's and they don't have the 
It does. Absolutely. I'm a, my daughter's I'm name a, is Jazara. They came from- I'm a servant of, yeah. of, of of Allah all through and through. Uh-huh. And, and, and I bow down with those who bow down because Allah. I don't ever want to be up under the, the <laughs> wrath of Allah because that's enough. And that's the beauty of being able to tell the truth and live these tenets of Islam mm-hmm. is that none can be greater on you on what they can do than what Allah can do to you. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. The imam, the minister, uh, none of them. You know, may Allah bless him. What about your daddy? May Allah bless him. <laughs> but even he understands. You need to tell him about your daddy. His pops, man. Let me tell you hold about Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, well, let's say, so how was this Savior's Day? How Savior's was it? So y'all Day. just had Savior's Day. What day was it? Um, it was Sunday. Okay. Um, so, 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 what was it? So, so, what went on? What was the? What was the message? What was the? What did it feel like? Where was it held? It was in Chicago, our, our headquarters. Okay. Uh, and and history on that is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad um, moved, went to Chicago after being um, chased out of out of Detroit by his own family members trying to kill him, and so. As he was on the move, and and people say chased, but he was on the move not so that they wouldn't kill him, so that the wrath of Allah wouldn't catch up with them for trying to kill him. Right. He was running for their safety. I don't want to kill y'all. <laughs> exactly. He was running for their safety because as he moved around, he was setting up mosques. Detroit, Chicago. Then he's in Milwaukee. Then he's in D.C. Then he's back in Cincinnati. Then he's in Baltimore. Then he's in New York. Then from sep- number seven all the way eight, San Diego, California. And so he was moved as he moved around. He was establishing Islam wherever he went. And so Savior's Day is held in our headquarters. It was at Mosque Maryam in Chicago, and it was beautiful just to be among the believing family after two years. Um, of COVID. Right, right, right. Last year we stayed home and we had a full virtual Savior's Day. Um, And the stipulations were just different this year because of all of the mandates that are happening in Cook County. Mm -hmm. They allowed us to gather on the religious, um, yeah, that that loophole that allows us to gather. So we were able to gather on just the grounds of Mas Miriam. So there was a tent we had set up in the school and in the mosque and the masala downstairs. Yeah, because uh, when I went, it was at, it used to be Kobo, but now it's TCF. So right. I'm talking about a whole uh, arena right. full so, of people. So think about that from 2020, we had TCF, the last major event that happened before they shut the world down. Mm-hmm. A few months, few months, few weeks later, TCF is a hospital now. <laughs> an actual that, that's wild. hospital. Yep. Then two years we are allowed to gather um, in our headquarters to celebrate Savior's Day. And his message was the swan song. And everybody, you know, people, huh, the last minister's last. And he said, oh, man, it ain't going to be that. It ain't going to be no swan song like that for me. <laughs> he said, I'm singing your song. Because it's it's a, he said, we can't play with this. We can't play with our Islam as though it's a game. Because you'll be singing your own song, which is death. And so, he, he, the minister really gave a, a, a large aspect to our uh, principles of Islam and his, the road that ta- had he's taken to put him in the, where he is and where Allah desires for him to be right now. But he also told us and warned us, as he has been, that 
he cannot continue. He cannot sit by silently as America goes to war. He dealt with that. He said, I can deal with that Ukraine in five minutes. <laughs> he said, I don't even got to waste a whole lot of time on that. But they, at the height of the war in Vietnam, they could not allow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad to continue talking and speaking, and that's when he was arrested. Will it happen the same way? We don't, we don't know, but as the minister said, Allah keeps his options open. So however he desires for, right. for things to go down, but he just he was putting us at ease to calm us to say, don't worry, this is all meant to be, and it has to happen the way it has to happen. And so it was a really a blessing, man, just to be um, among the, the the body of believers, man. That that's always something that I'm I'm always happy, and whatever whatever body of Muslim that I, I I'm blessed to be in is. It's a blessing because those two years of just being in that way, it it it, 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 it did something to your spirit, man. Mm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 level of detachment is it, something that we we didn't know, and it's something that we may have to experience again mm. because the the rise of Islam in its form that we've just talking about does not allow for the foolishness that's happening right now. And when Islam takes its rightful place in the world, they not gonna, the, this enemy is not gonna be okay with that. <laughs> and, and, that and at some point, they're going to have the desire and they will try to ban Islam Absolutely. in America. Absolutely. And so we have to be prepared for that reality I believe it. in the way that they can do it, but know that the victory is already guaranteed for us. We know that. <laughs> so continue to do what, what y'all are doing, devil, enemy. Yeah. But Allah is going to do what he does, and Allah is the best planner. So Farrakhan is 88 years old. Yes, sir. 88 years old. Who Who is next in line, not just for the NOI, but for black people in general? Because he's really all the, all the fuck we got. Like, I don't know. Ain't nobody listening to Jesse Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so who is it that we have that we can all collectively, you know, of course we're talking about a, a leader for y'all, you know what I'm saying? But for black people in general. Well, as the minister said, ain't no, you can't get another me. <laughs> and, 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 it ain't no another me, but we have a council and that's the, and now it, it is that we. And that we is very important and very specific because the Quran talks about that yeah. we, that any time that we are gathered with Allah, mm -hmm. that is the authority that remains. Yes, we have a council that will deliberate um, those things, but he has to. He said it would it would it would be unjust of Allah to keep him around until he becomes decrepit in his state. Right on, yeah. <laughs> and and now he doesn't. He doesn't even hold the same light in our eyes as he used to. So Allah has to take him and do whatever he does to him or for him. Mm -hmm. And and but he said it's no, it's there's no replacement or another him. And it shouldn't it should never Absolutely be. not. It should never be that way. It's we now. It has to be the we and the 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 true um the true power in what we have is that um having laws and bylaws that will govern a body mm -hmm. just as we see the successes that the nation of the United States have had right. 
in having a governed body, but we be governed under those laws which um, govern us all as Muslims in Islam. And so there's no one who, and that's always the, that's always the enemy's aim to say who gonna be next, and that's yeah. always our problem too. Yeah, yeah. we waiting to see who putting gonna be. so much on a say. Mm-hmm. And and that the thing about it, and that that goes back to the, like even in the Quran again, like the condition of the people. Yes, like again, Prophet Muhammad was still was still the Prophet, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but he was giving seeds to his Sahabas. The Sahabas took on leadership across the world. That's how that's how the religion of Islam spread it, because they took on leadership seeds regardless. You know what I'm saying so. If you come from a leadership. Um, that plant seeds, like I come from Iman Lukman Rahim Allah. You know what I'm saying? And you see the people that he impacted, the the, the soldiers that he raised, we run and we basically out here for real. Mm-hmm. With all those who, who didn't have that type of leadership for certain communities where they were stuck inside or, yeah. or was too busy trying to be uh, um Daisy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Arab. Right, right. <laughs> they don't have they don't have the same impact, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, and you know what I'm saying? So the seeds even they been he come from Imam Jamil. Right, may Allah, may Allah preserve him. Mm-hmm. He come from Imam Jamil, and then you gotta look at yourself. You a Jalil, then you you younger. I didn't even know you. I thought you were about three or four years younger than me. <laughs> I look at yourself, but you a, you a leader in yourself, right? Um, um, a respected person, Praise national. Allah. Yes, sir. Worldwide, you know what I'm saying? And 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 but look at look where you come from. Absolutely. Look at your pops. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and I just to answer your question, like, I mean, for, for generalizing that, because, you know what I'm saying, from the organization standpoint, I can't answer that, but from a generalization, yes. generalizing standpoint, one thing we do have to have is do establish that we do have a leader, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, yes. it's, it's the sunnah. It's the sunnah. If three people is together, three or two, three people together, one of them have to be the Amir. Mm-hmm. That's the sunnah. So you you can never not say, oh, we just... Blah, blah, blah. No, the discipline somebody of, somebody has absolutely. to emerge as the leadership, so you yeah. can be the mirror. You the mirror of this podcast that we on mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, to answer that question, you gonna be that leader. You know what yes. I'm saying? I'm gonna be that leader in some yes. capacity. He gonna be that leader in some capacity, and we can learn from the past the mistakes that the el- yes. the elders yes. have as far as trying to fight this devil. Fight this devil at his own game, like when yeah. Mark tried to. Mark's like, you can't beat that devil at his own game. No, you know what I'm saying? They've been deviling too damn. Yeah, long. that's that. That's their thing. <laughs> that was gonna devil. You know <laughs> the devil's gonna devil. <laughs> devil's gonna devil, man. They've been around too damn. We can't outsmart them. <laughs> the devil's gonna devil. So we gotta strategize a new way and maybe make a make a more harmonious yes atmosphere for each other. Even if violence occurs, because it can occur. That's not somebody, it can occur. They always go, oh, man, I'm just going to look forward to being a shaheed and stuff like that. <laughs> That's selfish. You know what I'm saying? Now, if right. you do that shaheed, Allahu Akbar. Mm-hmm. If you do that shaheed, Allahu Akbar. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be going, first of all, trans, trans, transgression is haram. Correct. Period. <laughs> you know what I'm Looking saying? Looking for the problem. Yeah. That's haram. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. That's that a far. Like, you can't go picking fights. Right. So the thing is this: in that process, your 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 natural inclination as a human, as a believer, is to create a, harmo- a harmonious atmosphere yes. for dip for everybody. That's the nature of our right. Islam, not That's just right. Muslims. Right. Yes. For everybody. For everybody. For everybody. You mm-hmm. owe that yes. that person that lives next door. You owe him. Thanks. Yes. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's that that that's the sunnah. Yes. Right. So the thing about it, and and, and again, um, just to, just to re- reiterate on that question, we have to to dig down. Into ourselves and understand that 
if somebody if you influence ten people, mm-hmm. you are you are a leader. Yes. Period. Yep. Every time I go, like, one thing we'll get caught up in, especially in Sunni Islam, is that they think that only people can be leaders, especially when some of them imams and sheikhs and stuff like that. Only way you can be a leader if you know the Quran back and forth, but you know, scholastically, you know what I'm saying, no Arabic from front to back. And only people can be leaders is um, uh, 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 scholars. That's foolish. First of all, just because you good at books doesn't mean you good at people. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, because, listen... That's the reason it's less fucking religious people. Right. Because all of these goddamn imams and these pastors and these sheikhs and these, you know what I'm saying? Y'all not catering to what's going on with the people. You so you so focused on the structure Mm -hmm. of the religion, you forgot about the damn people who make up the religion. Absolutely. And the people are struggling. The people are thirsty. The people are hungry. The people have needs that these institutions, you know, Jewish. Islam, Christianity are not fucking serving, so people are turning another way. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. And, and, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and, and one of my sheikhs told me that one, no extreme is good. I think I told you that before. Exactly man. right. You know, he's one. Of, he one of the biggest sheikhs. I love this man. He's one of the biggest sheikhs in the whole world. He told me he said no extreme is good. Like even you think you're doing good as a as a stream Muslim, you know what I'm saying? That like, you may hang in stream like the violent side, you extreme in the dickers and all that stuff. Right. But you and you so extreme that you not concentrate on the balance of knowing what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. You're not touching those around you because you so extreme in this box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so again, um, mashallah, like again, Jalil, you Jalil is one of them. Like I'm telling you straight up, Tar, Jalil is one of them cat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Brown. You know I'm saying put y'all together if he wasn't that dude. You know what I'm saying? Because he called yeah, me and reached out to me often and remind me of who I am. Crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 Randomly. And that's the that's the that's the the key. Um because look at like you said, like the Abdullah Muhammad wasn't of these educated ones. Right. He he would he in all intents and purposes would be considered Umi because he didn't have no he was unlearned. None, mm-hmm. of, none of the scholars of the world say, Oh, we're gonna come and teach you Al Islam. No. Nope. <laughs> no, he, he was given we have to not only look at him, but we gotta study the one who brought it to him. Who is he? That he was able to teach a third grade educated to build a nation that has been around nearly 100 years now. Right. And so that is a that is a very specific part. But we can't forget what Allah has put in us that make us individually unique to the mission. Yep. This is how we prevent another fall of the nation of Islam in its broadest sense is that we all live in our purpose perfectly in our purpose because we're all meant to do something perfect mm-hmm. or we, or else we're not from the perfect God <laughs> because he created us to do something perfectly. Yep. Once you realize who you are, you, you going, you, your mission and your purpose will serve itself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, and it won't be work. It won't right. Be, it won't exactly. be work. That, that's how you know Absolutely. you're living in your purpose when it don't feel like work. And the minister, he mentioned on that yeah. too. He said, Death is easy when you've lived your purpose. Absolutely. When you've lived your purpose. Absolutely. Why I gotta be tripping about? I ain't. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. Really live. All right. <laughs> you know I'm good. Y'all tripping about? It. I'm exactly. straight. You know I've mean? already made my mind. I've done my work and I've completed my mission, mm-hmm. and that's the final one. Make one with my Lord, and I'm returned to Allah. All praises to Allah. And that's the gift. One of the, one of the beautiful. I know we gotta roll up. I know you gotta roll in a second, but. One of the beautiful reminders, even though it's painful, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Was all the losses of these elders. Yes. Yep. Particularly my mom always shot that. Man, may Allah be pleased. I told my boy more like, yes. your daddy is your daddy your daddy. You got to stand on that mm-hmm. every day because ain't nobody going to remember that, put that legacy together except for you, the ones who, who, who yes. blood is bleeding them. Yep. My mom put in work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Before he, you know what I'm saying? My mom put in work all over here. But she's like, I said, I think I said, she sent a long text. She was like, I did my, you know what I'm saying? Even though she was kind of yeah. young, I was like, I did my job. I'm, I'm content mm-hmm. with my, with my demise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then all the time she would, one second she telling her she gonna walk again, do all this again. The next second she, all the while she dying. You know what I'm saying, but it's on Facebook a day, a day before she, you know what I'm saying, a day before she died, she on Facebook shouting out her her son and her birthday and shouting out my baby that was just born, all that stuff. The day before she died, right? But they and I think like brother Saeed go over, uh, uh, um, what's that brother, um, Captain Roy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. What's that brother Norman? Brother Norman. Yep, brother Norman. Brother <laughs> Ernest. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And Bro. and that's when and that's when I saw the the the. Cascading. Well, before that was when I called you and I said, "What your mom did, it's in you already." That's that's that's. She was a uniter. Yeah. That was clear. Yeah, that's a fact. That she was a, a uniter. She we she. It was never no smoke with with mama coming to the to the mosque and the name. <laughs> never. And she wasn't gonna have it any damn way. <laughs> so, yep. but it was never that as she as she crisscrossed through these different organizations, yep. trying to connect us in our Islam, and so. That's the beauty. Look at a brother Norman connecting us in our Islam. In yeah. a brother Roy, but Iman Lukman did the same thing. Said yeah, right before he died. I, I I will never forget that those brothers looked out for me, particularly. And then, not a lot of people didn't even, don't even know this story. But I used to go to Michael Max. I had to catch that bus mm-hmm. that go right past the mosque right there. Yeah, it was the Claremont bus. Yeah, and I would get off. Sometimes <laughs> I got off early. And I was on my, I told them I was on my way to school, and they would always just give me the greetings. I'm making brother because I would wear my boat out of school. Right. Nothing but love and respect. Right. And they would always just look out to make, and one of the brothers would be sentinel right out there until I made it to the to way. the corner to get on my next bus. But I thank a lot for the 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 Uma and being able to look out. Detroit, Detroit, me. yeah, we very different, man. Different, and, and <laughs> see, and that's what, and, and so I'm thinking about it too. So I'm gonna have to have both of y'all come back so we can just talk about the history of Islam in this city. Oh yes, sir. Because I've been all over this country, and it ain't nothing like no, nothing close nothing. to the historical impact that Detroit and Islam has. Like yeah. for Muslims, it's nothing better. We could so, dig it. so I think I'm gonna have to. I mean, ain't no. I think Inshallah, I'm gonna have both of y'all brothers back on, Inshallah. so we could just get into that aspect of it. Yes, sir. So before we get up out of here, though, let people know how they can reach you. Uh, any of your programs that you're doing right now, any social media you want to shout out, just give you that opportunity. So the um, I'm on Instagram. I am just Muhammad. You can find me on there. Um, I'm getting putting some things together. I'm I'm working with uh, brother Kyrie Fraser. Um, uh, we had a we had a podcast that we did before Savior's Day. For 2020, but I, I'm looking to, to make some more connections with um, to broaden myself just in this because I know the value that I have in being able to connect us um, to be one. Because if we don't see that value in our unity as Muslims first, mm-hmm. nobody else will see the value in us mm-hmm. as Muslims. Mm-hmm. So we Muslims and then, and we just happen to be black. Allah. <laughs> and we thank Allah for that because Allah, that give us that gives us Allah. our power. Come on, in our position. Come on, 
and I thank Allah for 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 raising up that one and, and intervening in our affair. Master Father Muhammad intervened because nobody else would have came and gave us Islam in the way that he gave it to us, and that we wouldn't have it had not the Honorable Muhammad been raised up to do the job that he did. It, it, it's it's by the grace of Allah that it ain't no coincidence, right? At all, right? Right? That we're here today in this room that we don't believe in that. That's right. Allah. Allah set it up to be that way. So I am just Muhammad. Um, I have a um, I'm. I have a just a, a few episodes of my podcast is the Born Warriors podcast, um, but I actually on Instagram is Brother Ja as well, um, so you can look at look it up. Um, always the doors of Muhammad Mosque are always open. Um, that's home. That's home for our people everywhere when they come. Um, I don't want us to, to 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 ever think that we're not welcome. And my desire is to always make sure that our people are welcome when they come through the doors of Muhammad Mosque. Mm -hmm. And if you do have a problem, let me know. Because it it is it is representative of the way of the minister for us to be welcome to our people. And so when he when I see my brother, it's like a family reunion every time. <laughs> like, every time, you know. And so I know some of the believers be like, who that who is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my brother, when he comes through the door, it's 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 always that. And so um we and of course we we we're always and those who are interested and wanna be a part. Whatever aspect of Islam is going to enrich your life, get into it. And that's what I would say because rather it's the nation and you need that discipline, come on because we got it for you. Mm -hmm. if, if, if the Muslim center is where you need to be, go. Because it, it, whatever is there for you is for you. And mm -hmm. what is not for you, you don't have to take, on, take it on. Right. <laughs> so whatever aspect of Islam, but get in that Quran for yourself. And and, and, and and fall in love with that book, mm -hmm. and then you will know the mind of Allah. And <laughs> so that will give us what we need. So, yes, sir. Alhamdulillah. Brother, brother uh, Jermaine. <laughs> brother, brother Jermaine. Brother Jermaine. <laughs> say, all, say all the syllables. Jermaine. <laughs> Emphasis on Maine. Uh, All right, so how how can people reach you, man? And what you got uh, going they on? Reach, they can reach me at uh, on Instagram at Chocolate Fresh Wonder. Um, <laughs> it's only one. It's only one. You know what I'm saying? Um, <sighs> I'm on Facebook, but I'm blocked right now because, um, yeah, you know, you talk about those alphabet people too much, and I didn't say it real subtle. They they said I was saying some hate stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, that, they'll get you. They block on on Facebook, so yeah. um, you can go look up my uh, some older episodes of uh, Good Vibes with Good Brothers. It's on uh, YouTube and also on Facebook. Um, coming up with um, some merch, um, some merch is about to pop off. Big Fresh Clothing, or, you know what I'm saying? And some also I'm about to do uh, uh, a podcast. Uh, honoring my mom, so busy she had when we was kids, cause that was to pop off and be called uh, Ice's Coffee House. Mm -hmm. So be looking out for Ice's Coffee House. It's gonna be a whole different type of vibe of podcasting. It's gonna be, it's gonna be some good, some good feelings. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna die, we gonna die, but it's gonna be good feelings, cause we need a, a break from all this other <laughs> rigmarole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. And like I say, I'm definitely gonna have y'all boys back on here, inshallah. It's been, a, it's been an honor and a pleasure, man. I'm, I mean, we gonna we gonna really get into <laughs> it, man. This 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 was so dope, and I got so much more that we didn't touch on it that we and, and we could just. I mean, I know we could stay in here all night. You know what I'm saying? Going at it, and shit, we gonna get we gonna get right back, and we gonna get into it. I love that. But with that, we gonna get up out of here right now. Peace, peace. Smile like y'all.